Hello, and welcome to Remarks and Reflections, a podcast offering insights into topics that are important to the Hillbrook community and the broader worlds of education and parenting. I'm your host, Head of School Mark Silver, and I invite you to join us for what we hope are lively conversations about a whole range of ideas and issues that connect with our vision to inspire children to achieve their dreams and reach beyond themselves to make a difference in the world. Today, I am joined by the director of the Scott Center for Social Entrepreneurship, Annie Makala, and sixth grade English and Integrated Studies teacher, Jen Gingery. Hi, guys. Hello. Hi, Mark. Jen, with Annie's support, recently designed a unit for our sixth grade students that challenged the students to think, learn about the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals, SDGs, and identify ways that they could do things that would address these critical areas. So I thought I'd start with Jen, and can, if you can just tell us a little bit about the project that you did with the sixth graders. Sure. Um, we started with some real broad questions. What makes a hero? Why are heroes important? What can we learn from them? What issues or passions do we have? Um, we did some learning and some research. Um, we looked at a, a video clip called The World's Largest Lesson, and we learned about young people across different continents, teenagers, who are looking at the world around them and finding something that they could do about it. And one of the students' favorites was a story about a girl from Turkey who was looking at her used banana peel and wondering, how could I transform this into something useful? and it became a natural plastic. And this really launched students on this trajectory of figuring out like, who is our community? What do I see? What can I do? They generated a top 10 list of action items that Hillbrook students, regardless of age, JK all the way up to eight could do. They did some persuasive writing um, uh, examples and it was really exciting to see. And so then how did this connect in with the SDGs? So they're taking things to heart, and it was interesting to poll kids to see where their curiosity lie. Um, a lot of them were very interested in climate action, of course, life on land and life below the sea. Um, but then there was another tier of interest, and that was really like human relationships and gender equality and things like poverty and food access. So, so I can tell you're very adept with the, with the sustainable development goals at this point. I'm actually going to ask Annie, I know you kind of brought this framework into Hillbrook a couple of years ago. Can you tell us a little bit more about like the SDGs themselves and like how they provide a broader framework, obviously not just for Hillbrook, um, but for the world at large? Yeah, it's been an exciting process to watch. You know, I think it speaks to something that we do at Hillbrook a lot, which is we create a system, we test it, we pilot it, we see what's working well, and then we shift and evolve it. And so they had the 2015 Millennium Goals. Those were largely successful in some ways and also really unsuccessful in other ways. Um, and so when they had the opportunity, the United Nations had the opportunity to create a much larger group of goals. I think what they what they learned from that first set is that there were too few and people didn't understand how they plugged into them. Students largely couldn't access them. They were broad in some ways and then you know super specific in other ways. And so a group of um, amazing people got together and played off of what worked well with the Millennium Goals to create the 17 Sustainable Development Goals, which are frameworks. There are 17 of them, and they're frameworks for understanding how we can all make an impact to create a planet that is just and equitable by 2030. So they, okay, they have a year on them as well. So 20, 2030 is the target. 2030 is the target, yes, which is a very, you know, we're in 2020, so 10 years feels... Um, like a very doable time frame, especially for our middle school students. Um, and it's a way, I think, to, to recognize something that we believe that is core to the Scott Center for Social Entrepreneurship, um, which is you don't have to care about all the goals. 
you do need to say what matters to you and what you want to do about it. And for some students, that's really specific to a single goal. And for other students, that might look like the intersection. You know, one of the classes that I got to sit in on in Jen's class, they were having a great debate um, and great conversation about the intersection of the goals, no poverty and zero hunger. And so, you know, there are pieces of those two goals that are that are definitely connected. And there's ways in which the people working on those goals are are focusing on different things. So you've you've both between the two of you, you've mentioned about five or six of the goals, um, which are so you mentioned, you know, no poverty, zero hunger. You mentioned a little bit around sustainability. What's the specific goal? So climate action was a, a big passion for our students. And a lot of them have relationships with animals at home, but also care and concern for their natural environments, too. And they're learning that through science, through their Reach Beyond classes. Um, and it's really neat to see them applying their their own choices with whether it's like plastic bags and you know bringing those into the grocery store or thinking do I really need that straw that I'm going to use one time or might I get a metal straw instead yeah I mean so I because I first learned about this project when you came into my office and shared the posters and so can you tell me tell us a little bit more about like what the students actually produced in the end so one of their products was really exciting and I loved seeing like this immediate connection and this use of color and individualization. Like some kids went all digital, some kids did like three hardcore drafts um, in, in various forms of paper. Um, but what I really appreciated was the range. And I had one student who was talking about what he does at home, what his grandma does, what his parents do. I had another student approaching it with what she sees in the classroom and how we need to like make sure that um, participation uh, represents all genders um, in, a, in a much more fair and intentional way. And it was, it was really neat to see their conversations. Oh, I chose that too. Wow, your whole poster focused on climate action. I'm trying to hit 10 different SDGs in mine. Um, and, and that was really inspiring to me. And then it was a competition, right? So they all had the opportunity to produce a poster. And then you invited a group of outside experts uh, myself included. I don't know if I'm an expert or not, but, <laughs> but I was in, invited to look at the posters and, and help select a winner. And then Annie, I know you helped to help select a winner or winners. And then what happened once, once that, had, that process had been done? Yeah. So, you know, I think what we saw throughout the week, which, um, isn't necessarily visible on the posters, but we had many students go back and make changes to their posters and they, you know, were continuing to iterate, all week long on like, oh, I should have done this and I want to add this or I'm going to do a digital version and have a, you know, handwritten version. And so that was kind of the process that led up to the to the voting. And then students and faculty and staff experts all had the chance to vote for their top two favorite posters. And we talked about what it means to have a favorite poster um, separate from having a favorite friend or a favorite person in the class. Um, and so that was a great discussion too around like, okay, so when you're voting, you might look for these things and this was the goal of the project. And how do you make sure that, you know, your vote recognizes that the student reached beyond and, and really reached those goals. So we had, um, I think we ended up with six finalists mm -hmm. and, and they, um, introduced their projects at flag and then we ended up with three winners. And so those winners, um, were able to choose an organization of their choice that was connected to some of the SDGs or a single SDG that was reflected on their poster and were given the opportunity to make a $100 donation to that organization of their choice. Nice, and what organizations did they choose? 
Humane Society was very popular. Um, another organization was No Time to Waste, and that has a special Hillbrook connection. Um, yeah, that's, so that's Mr. D's organization, exactly. right? Exactly. Yeah. So their PE teacher created his own nonprofit to help solve hunger issues and help increase access to food. And students have been learning about this through their Reach Beyond classes and then applying that to this English program that we chose. That's great. Another student donated to the IRC, the International Rescue Committee, um, which focuses on both gender equality, but also reaching students and families all around the globe. Um, that was one that had been introduced by a couple Hillbrook parents, so both her own mother, but also a classmate's mom who has done a lot of work with the IRC. And so we're seeing threads of how conversations at home are showing up in the classroom and how people, students and families, you know, we're getting to know them in different ways through these projects. Yeah, it seems to me that this, this project is a great example of multiple components of the six pillars of social entrepreneurship, story of agency, civics, yep. finance. Yeah, systems. We had a great conversation at one point. I think it was industry, innovation, and infrastructure was one of the SDGs that can be kind of confusing and, you know, what exactly are you talking about? And so I had a, a couple one-on-one -on -one conversations about what do we mean when we say innovation? What are we talking about when we're talking about infrastructure? Um, and we had the same kind of conversations around that the SDG focused on decent work and economic growth. And so you're giving, you know, I think the other beautiful thing that comes out of a project like this is you're giving children access to language. And that language is showing up in literature. It's showing up in articles and movies and documentaries, showing up in conversations that they're having around the dinner table with their families. And so, you know, those words that in theory might have just meant something that was... Um, not necessarily accessible to students. Now they have concrete examples of what that looks like. Oh, that's great. One of the things that I appreciated was that students saw themselves as activists and they were looking to kind of transform that idea of change maker, not just to that famous person who is carrying the torch, but local community heroes too. Um, one of the things that I was thinking about was the excitement in their voices, who won, who won. <laughs> and um, they saw clearly that their homework mattered and that their voice mattered. And that they were not only changing like ideas in the classroom, but really having an impact beyond our campus walls. That's great. Well, thank you guys. And you, you don't have to just believe us as adults talking about this. We're now going to, to take a moment. We're going to actually talk to some of the students who participated in this project and hear from them what they learned and, and what they took away from the activity. So before we hear them talk a little bit about the SDGs that they picked, um, I'd love to hear from a couple of the students. Just tell us a little bit about the project itself. And can, make sure, please, to introduce yourself um, before, you're t before you talk. Oh, yeah. So I'm Quinn, and we wrote a paragraph that's persuasive about the sustainable development goals and what other people could do to help. Hi, I'm Kara, and we also made posters about these sustainable development goals and what students or anyone can actually do to help them. So was this a fun project? Yes, yes. definitely. Yeah. And is it, was it was similar to other projects, or did it feel no, different? No, it was much different, because we had a lot more fun than just write an essay about whatever this topic. Yeah, I also see that in other schools, I generally don't do things such as um, write posters about 
the SDGs to help other people and our world. So now why don't we get a chance to go around the circle and everybody can talk a little bit about um, what their poster was, what are some of the SDGs they identified, and, and some of the things that actions that we can take. Hi, my name is Cyrus. Great. Thanks, Cyrus. So Cyrus, the, the question that, w that we're curious about, we've been talking with, uh, I've been talking with Miss Mack and uh, Miss Gingery about the project, and so we're kind of curious for the student perspective here. So which SDGs were important to you? Um, one of the SDGs that was important to me was climate action and that was really important to me because like once I was riding back from Palm Springs, California and like just so you know that's a desert and when we were driving back I looked up at the mountains and there when I used to remember there was sand it was like just all snow and that made me realize that, like, this isn't a joke. Climate change is, like, actually happening. Because, like, I remember driving back, like, a few years before, or not a few years, but before, and I remember that was, like, sand, not snow. Oh, that's cool. So that's, that's great. That's a great. And so climate change. And so then I know one of the other things that you did when you made your poster is you gave kind of very concrete suggestions for ways that maybe you but also other students might be able to make some change and take some action. So can you maybe tell us you know, one or two of the uh, actions that you suggested? Um, one of them is um, um, every Thanksgiving you can do a food drive and include all your friends, family, and extended family to help donate food for people who can't afford to have their own Thanksgiving, and yeah. Great, and, that, and what SDG does that deal with? That goes with zero hunger. Great. And it can also go with, like, poverty and stuff. Great. Thanks, Cyrus. Here, let's hear from somebody else. Um, Soraya, you want to jump on in here? Hi, I'm Soraya. Hey, great, Soraya. So, okay, um, you know, same question. So, you know, which SDGs were important to you? Okay, so the SDG that was most important to me I think was quality education because I felt like it kind of went hand in hand with all of the other ones because I felt like if you were to solve quality education, you could also kind of solve like no poverty, zero hunger and good health and well-being by like getting a good job. That's great. So named a n number of the different SDGs. So the other part of the question then is like, what are some of the actions that maybe you're going to take and also that you might, that you recommended on your poster that other students might consider? So one of them was to use the free rice app. And then the free rice app is where each problem you solve, you send, I think, a couple of grains of rice to a village in poverty in Africa. That's great. And you also get to practice math, too, right? Is that it? Yeah. That's a great one. Hey, thanks, Soraya. So we have another student here. Hi, I'm Quinn. Hey, Quinn. Thanks for joining us. So um, what SDGs were important to you? I think reduced inequalities is really important because if we work together to reduce the inequalities, we could work together as a group to achieve all the other sustainable development goals. Great. And so what types of actions did you recommend around that or around other SDGs? Well, most schools have a place where you can go to help reduce the inequalities, but you can also not try not to keep a grudge about another person. Oh, I like that. So there's some personal things we can do mm -hmm. to, to help make the world a better place. Great. Thanks. Thanks, Quinn. Got another student here. I am Oliver. Hey, Oliver. Thanks for joining us. Um, so, Oliver, what SDGs did you highlight? Uh, decent work and economy growth. I think this one is very important because uh, having a 
job that is fun and well-paying can help a person enjoy life and have food every night and throughout the day. Yeah. Great. And, so, and what are some of the actions that you took away from this? There are lots of organizations you can uh, donate to and many other ways you can help. Thanks. Yeah. All right. We've got another student here. Hi, my name is Martin. Hey, thanks, Martin. Thanks for joining us. Yeah. What SDGs are important to you? The SDG most important to me is climate change because a lot of it's getting hotter, and so there will be more fires, and a lot of the animals that live in the Arctic, their ice is going to melt, and the sea levels are going to rise. So did you suggest some actions that uh, you or other students might be able to take to help counteract climate change? Yeah. Whenever I shop, I use reusable bags. And also, sometimes uh, my family and I walk to downtown Los Gatos instead of using a car. Great. Those are great suggestions. And I, I love it as, as we're hearing all these different suggestions. You know, so many of these things are little things, right, that, that all of us can do. Mm -hmm. They're not hard to do, and yet they can make a real impact. Hi, I'm Alicia. Hey, Alicia. Thanks for joining us. What are the SDGs that were important to you? One of the SDGs that were important to me is gender equality. Gender equality matters to me because I notice that many women get underpaid for jobs and men get more money than they do in the same job. Yeah, so it's an important topic, right, that for us to, to, to um, consider. So either around gender equality or perhaps around some of the other SDGs, did you have some concrete actions or things that you're going to try to do and that you might encourage other students to do? Well, things, some things that I do is I teach young kids that all genders can do anything because sometimes, well, I have a little brother named Hayden, and he always says, oh yeah, boys should like blue and girls should only like pink. And I thought, well, what if I can teach young kids that all genders can do anything so I don't have to hear all these absurd comments. That is such a great example, and you're a great big sister. I mean, I already knew that about you, but you're a good, you're a good big sister to help help Hayden uh, see things the right way. Um, all right, we have uh, one more student who's going to talk to us. Hi, I'm Kara. Hey, Kara. So, what SDGs are important to you? Um, some SDGs are important to me is reduced inequalities, which also goes hand in hand with gender equality. It matters to me that everyone gets seen as equal. Are there some specific things that you're going to do or that you're hoping other students might do to, to help address these issues? Yeah, I hope that other students um, are aware of what pronouns they use when addressing someone else. So one of the parts of this project that was different was that the the students knew that a, the winners would have an opportunity to donate to an organization that mattered to them. So I'm curious, we had we, ha we have two of the um, students who won here. Um, can you, again, make sure to introduce yourself before you talk, but can you tell me, um, what was it, how does it feel different to do a project where you actually knew that there was an opportunity to donate something in the end? Um, hi, I'm Bryson. It motivated me And when I, I started, like, when the assignment, like, w when it was assigned, our project, I didn't know that we would get a $100 prize to donate. So I was like, you know, like, I'm going to just write this down. And, like, when the next, like, day or two, when our teacher told us that there was going to be a prize to, for you to donate to an organization you want to, um, I just like, like the moment I got home, I ripped up my project paper and 
I just started all over. And instead of writing it with pencil, I started writing it on, like, docs and slides because, like, I wanted to, like, restart and make it better and improve it a lot more. Nice. And who, what organization did you donate to, Cyrus? I donated to the Humane Society. Great. Because um, um, some animals, like, don't have a home, and I really like animals, and me and my sister would always used to volunteer at the Humane Society and, like, help take care of animals and make toys for them, and yeah. Great, thank you. Um, we have one of the other winners here. Hi, I'm Kara, and personally, I didn't really think about winning when it was first assigned a homework assignment because I thought, oh, like, I don't see why it mattered where the money went to if it meant if it went to one of the 17 SDGs. In your case, it was just it was a nice bonus at the end to know that you could donate and, and help an organization. Yeah, I was yeah. definitely really surprised when they announced the winners. And, yeah, and, who, and who did you choose to donate to? I decided to donate to the International Rescue Committee. Can you tell me a little bit about that organization? Um, they help women, um, single moms. They helped girls in education and girls starting their own businesses. That's great, and that's and that's directly connected with what the topic that was yeah. important to you. Yeah, that's really cool. All right, well, thank you guys. Um, it was so wonderful to hear all of you share with us about this project. So thank you so much for um, listening to today's podcast. I hope it inspires you to learn more yourself about the SDGs and also, um, of course, gives you an opportunity to hear about the amazing things that students are able to do when they're challenged to reach beyond themselves and make a difference in the world. I'm really grateful that Miss Gingery, Miss Mack, and all of the students were willing to join me today um, to talk about this exciting project. You've been listening to Remarks and Reflections, a podcast of Hillbrook School. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast. You can also find the Remarks and Reflections blog post at hillbrook.us, another space where we are looking to connect with and engage members of our community in conversations important to our school, education, and parenting. And as always, you can find our school on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and of course, our website at hillbrook.org. Thanks for listening. Have a great week and be your best.